Welcome back to Other People's Lives. I'm your host, Joe Sanagato. I'm your host, Greg Dybeck. Today, we'll be talking with someone who is addicted to porn, mm. which means, yes, you guessed it, it'll just be me interviewing Joe. <laughs> Good one, Greg! With your denim jacket. I do not think that I am addicted to porn. I don't think so either. No, I think I, I, think I watch a healthy amount of porn. The crazy thing is with porn addictions, not that I know anything about them, but I, maybe not everyone watches porn, obviously. Right. I've spoken to an asexual, things like that. But so many people watch porn. Right. But it is something you could become addicted to. So, like, imagine if, for sure, like 95% of the people you knew, like, took heroin every day and, like, maybe you could get addicted to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that's the dumbest example I don't know if, ever yeah but here's the thing everyone watches it i don't think everyone's addicted to it i think there's a difference between uh i don't know the right word i don't want to say like abusing it because it's not really that it's just kind of overindulging maybe right. which i don't even know if that's the case i don't even know what's the healthy amount of porn to watch i mean to me i think that it's unhealthy regardless but it's just something it's like a what am i what's the what's unhealthy why oh just what's a what am i uh, like a guilty pleasure yeah Literally. <laughs> I mean, it's not a necessity. Because afterwards, you're like, oh, God. Mm -hmm. Like, we were just talking a little bit before this, and I was saying how, like, it's not the porn that's the good part. It's the masturbation part. That's right. good. The porn is just, like, a the vehicle to it's like get a lubricant, there. in a way. Right. It's like, this is like a, you know, the HOV lane. Here. But porn on its own, I don't know. Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and watch it like it's a movie. Anyone. Right. You know, I think that's, you know, where it starts to get like, oh, I need to go watch this right now. Oh, God, I need to like whatever. Like, that's not really how it Which is. Which is what I'm curious about. And we'll obviously ask this guest shortly. Yeah. But is it an addiction to porn where you are masturbating every time? Or are you just like watching porn on your phone while you're in class and you just need to consume this all the time? I think I think that's when you know it's it's getting out of hand. When you're like, I just want to watch it just to watch it. Like, it's like a Netflix show. You know right. what I mean? And I think that's when you're like, okay, this may be like an issue now. Because I was using this so I could... Like, there's a feeling that comes with fucking ejaculating that's like euphoric mm -hmm. and just like amazing or whatever. But just straight up watching porn, there's none of that. You know what I mean? It's just kind of like... Yeah. But though it has to... I mean, it has to do something to your brain and, you know... Like I guess just, so. I don't know. It Is really it depends what you're watching. Am I just I making things up? I but, think so. Dopamine sounds like a good one. Right. Yeah. There's, I'm going to go with that. It's, a, it's very scientific. Yeah, it's very scientific. You guys, scient you guys you, wouldn't understand. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of dopamine <laughs> stuff and, uh, yeah. Uh, um, let me read the email, though. Uh, the subject line reads been addicted to porn since i was 10 years old so wow he started young i don't even know if i was watching porn at 10 you know what's <sighs> crazy maybe at 10 years old i was looking at magazines mm. people did that back then yeah i'm trying we've we've said this too before we're so bad with age like i what, what was i doing when i was 10 was it I don't know if I was in diapers or if I was like yeah, in high I'm really, school. Yeah, I'm really I'm terrible age. with ages. I, 10, I want to say 
10. Is like fourth, third grade. <laughs> well, I, no I judge way. everything by 9-11. So 2001, I was in fourth grade. Okay. So, but in 2001, I was nine. So fifth grade, nine, fourth, fifth grade. Okay. I don't know. Were you watching porn in fifth grade? I don't, in fifth grade, I don't think so. I think I was like still afraid to watch it. Like it was very mm. like, oh, I'm going to get in trouble if I... You know, but I think that was, fifth grade was probably like the end of fifth grade was probably when I started experimenting like, ooh, I want to look at a tit right now. Mm. You know what I mean? But back then there was a magazine that was like, you know, if, you know, first of all, there was a magazine that was like famous in my neighborhood, not famous in my neighborhood, but like to me, my brother and our neighbor, there was a, a magazine that we knew of that was like stuffed into like the back of this garage like, oh, like one block. single magazine one magazine that someone found and just i don't like, know you but had we, it in but your hidden whenever, spot yes whenever <laughs> we want it we're like yeah we're gonna go look. and it wasn't even like a sexual thing it's just like i know i'm not supposed to do this i'm gonna look oh my god look at tit and then run away right it starts with just looking it's that curiosity yeah it wasn't like oh god i got i'm fucking raging boner <laughs> right now like it's it wasn't like that i wasn't even like jerking it back then like i was just like looking and like oh my god that was crazy and then leaving you know yeah this episode's gonna be out this of is gonna control. be <laughs> uh, out of, off the we rails. haven't even read the email yet and yeah. uh we're talking about jerking it okay message <clears throat> uh hey guys big fan of the show thanks thought the platform would be a perfect place to tell my story i feel like there's a lot of stigma and mystery surrounding pornography and whether or not you can actually become addicted to it uh that's an interesting point mm. people think that there are a set of traits that people experiencing this addiction have and they can be pointed out, whether that be shyness, awkwardness, being creepy, perverted, when in fact it can be anybody. Uh, so I guess what he's saying there is people would assume it's that shy, awkward, or you know, creepy person who has a porn addiction, but it could be anyone. Sure. Uh, for me, this started off as basic curiosity about something I had no idea about. Eventually, it turned into something that would go on to impact me in a number of different ways throughout my life. Uh, I'd love to talk to you guys, hopefully help inform you and your listeners about living with an addiction like this. Interesting. All right. Um, well, just, we, we talked about it too much. Let's, let's give them a call and find out more. Hello. Hey, how's it going? This is Greg and Joe. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up? Not much. Uh, we just read your email and had a little debate of our own. But uh, so you kind of self-diagnosed yourself as addicted to porn. Uh, what made you say like, okay, I'm not just, this isn't just a regular amount of porn like i am addicted to it so what what was like the telltale sign there um really the telltale sign for me was that i would really try to get away with get away from it because i would kind of kind of figure that it wouldn't be the best thing for me but i just kept getting drawn back into it and i just it, it just turned into a very a vicious cycle well, to be fair, that sounds like everybody in the world. Because I feel like everyone like watches porn and then they jerk off. And as soon as they fucking come, they're like, God, I'm never doing that again. I'm disgusted with myself. But then they're always back in there, you know, back in the ring. Well, I guess the difference yeah. is if it starts interfering with your daily life. Yeah. And it's, um, and I know, and I understand when it comes to the, uh, 
like the casual user. But for me, it was more um, like when it came to being with my with my girlfriend. At times, it would kind of be almost be a question in my head, kind of which way I would go. What do you mean by that? Um, like, like if, uh, if I knew I was, if I was hoping to have sex with my girlfriend that night, I would, um, I would want, I would, it would be a question in my head whether to have sex with my girlfriend or, or watch porn. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, and it was, I'm sorry, you could go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, do you think it's an addiction to actual porn or is it an addiction to masturbation? Um, that's interesting. Um, I think it's more a little bit of both. I think it's the, the idea of it a little bit. And it's also the kind of um, the insidious part of it was addicting for me. I don't know if it would be addicting for somebody else, but the, um, just kind of the, the secretive nature of it just kept, um, was another part of it that drew, drew to me. Yeah. That's, we were saying before we call too, that's the interesting thing about porn is so many people consume it on a daily basis, but it is such a secretive part of our lives. It's not something we really share or talk about, but anyone, not anyone, but so many people you pass in the street are on their way to watch porn, have watched porn, yeah. thinking about watching porn and probably have seen it in their lives. Right. Yeah. And it's, and it, it can come from a different different avenues it could come from accidentally stumbling upon it i know that's happened a couple times to people i've met and um or it could be just a general curiosity so how did it start with you exactly because you mentioned in the email that 10 years old yeah 10 years old like i said just um curiosity um i was a very uh anxious child i was a very anxious um I didn't have really a lot of friends. I had a hard time. I know at 10 years old, it's not really your main, the main thing you're thinking about when it comes to girls. It's more like butterflies. But um, I was just curious of what, you know, I started off on YouTube. I started off just looking up sex and it was basic curiosity. And it just turned into, okay, what's, I would get into middle school and people would be talking about things and it'd be what, okay, what's this? Right. And what, yeah. And what's, what does this mean? And then it just turned into something that I would go back to again and again. So, I mean, at, at its worst, how much porn do you think you were watching? Was it like every day or was it twice a day? Or was it like, sometimes it was hours in a day. Um, you know what? It would really be, um, it would, I'd say if I depends on what I'm doing that day. Um, some days if I'm at school, I mean, I'm at school. Sometimes I'm thinking about it. Sometimes I'm like, man, I really wish seventh period would get out so I can go do this. But really it's at some points in my life, it was a few times a day. And uh, I've gotten to a point where it's not, to a couple points a day, but it's 
probably a couple times a week. And yeah. Oh, so right now you're not, it's not like a, it seems like you've kind of conquered this and you're, you say you're only like probably watching porn like a couple times a week. Um, I, I'd like to think that I've gotten better with it since, I mean, since I was 10 years old, I mean, it's been an addiction is something you're constantly battling with. Right. But, um, I, I've, I've found that, uh, some, uh, some coping mechanisms, some ways to kind of, kind of quell it a little bit, but I mean, we all go have bad days. I mean, we all get back to the things that, you know, you, we shouldn't be doing. Right. But it's. Sometimes it's something that it just it's there, and I and it's just something that happens. Uh, so, for anyone listening who may be in a similar position, what are some of the coping mechanisms that you found to be helpful? Some of the coping mechanisms I found to be really, really helpful is just kind of. I know it sounds kind of kind of cheesy, but look at the things that you're really passionate about. Look at the things that you really, really care about. And lean on those things. For me, I like to go to the Y. I like to go uh, work out, uh, play sports, and stuff like that. Um, so whenever I whenever I get really bad, and whenever I'm really, I really can't find something else. I go, I go and I go and work out. That's for me. That's what's worked best for me. Right. So I imagine that so much of this, you know, for you to call it an addiction is. Uh, I guess taking place mentally and and like you said, just kind of having that struggle and battle uh, to not always think about it or need to run home and do it. But just for people to understand a little bit more, walk us through your thought process on you know any given day where this is you know the thought of watching porn is something that's uh, you know really taking over your thoughts, your mind. What is that? What is that battle? What are you saying to yourself? Usually it takes place when I'm really by myself, really when I'm not really in a position that I really have a lot on my, maybe when I'm not a lot on my plate or there's too much on my plate. And then it gets to a point where it gets to be a bit of a coping mechanism and it's all, all, all it gets to a point where it can be something that I, it, again, kind of a coping mechanism. And I just, that's what I go to for distraction or comfort. And that's kind of, and that's a part of what came as the addiction cycle for me that it just, it would just, it would be a place to go to for distraction. And I just, and it wasn't clearly wasn't the best place to go. So let me ask you, I mean, you keep talking about porn and how it's very damaging and whatnot. Like why specifically do you think it's so damaging to people? I, I actually did a report on it last year as a part of my uh, uh, college composition class, and it actually uh, rewires your brain after a, a certain amount of time. It um, you go through it, and it uh, porn deals with the reward centers of your brain, and when you constantly go to porn, it love love and sex have a, um, it, it triggers certain, uh, chemicals in your brain and, and porn kind of does the same thing, except that the love part is taken out of it, but you're still being rewarded for it. Mm. 
so um, it, it, and you get rewarded for that in your brain through all the chemicals that you get while you do it. So it just, it, it reinforces itself. So that's how it kind of rewires your brain a little bit. And, and through prolonged porn use, it can really, really kind of mess up how you, how you perceive love and how you perceive relationships. Um, when it comes to relationships, it can really um, throw off your sense of commitment. Because like I said earlier, uh, you, you, you almost prefer it to actual sexual interactions. So, and, and why, why kinda, is that it, it, quickly? Just, is it just because it's, it takes another person out of the equation? It's, you know, you know, you're going to get the same satisfaction. It's just almost easier at that point. It's almost easier. Um, and I, I, and I don't know, I think it's, it, it could go also go back to the kind of the reward part of it. And, and, and it can also take, kind of take another person out of the equation where it's just all about you mm. and it's all about what you want and it's all about what you're after as opposed to having to satisfy another person right that makes sense uh did this addiction ever affect any of your relationships either you know with friends a girlfriend maybe a job anything in your life it did it um I mean, uh, I remember a job where I, uh, there was a few days I called in sick because I just didn't really want to go in and I didn't really, um, cause I was having, I was having, um, I guess you can call it jonesing. I haven't really thought of it that way, but I, I didn't want to have to wait until after work to do it. Uh, and I got, yeah. And, um, yeah. And with my current relationship, I've been in, in my current relationship for three and a half years, um, kind of the, goes back to the insidious part and kind of keeping secrets and show there, there's been times where she's uncovered it and she can't trust me. And there's, we, we had a really dark period in our relationship where she'd really had a lot of trust issues with me because you were watching porn or did it kind of spill over into something else? It got it got to a point where I was not being all the way truthful with her. Like I, I early in our relationship, I told her that this was an issue that I've had for a long time, and that this was an issue I was going to actively work on. And by by lying about it, and by trying to hide it, and by trying to do it behind her back, it doesn't really seem like I'm working on it, and it doesn't really seem like I'm actively trying to change. Hmm. I guess it's, so when you were first saying that, the first thought that crossed my mind was sort of, you know, oh, is it is it that big of a deal, you know, let the guy watch porn. But I guess if you are in a serious, committed relationship, that is something that your partner could have an issue with. You know, why do you need to, to always porn. turn to this or watching other <clears throat> people or being sexually attracted to other people? Right, because I feel like that makes that would make uh, someone feel insecure almost. Mm -hmm. They'd be like, you know, I'm right here. Like, you don't need to go to porn. Like, if we're right in a relationship. Uh, yeah, and me and me and her have talked at length about it, and she says she's. Uh, it almost feels like she's being cheated on. Right. Because um, yeah, because it's that idea of being uh, sexually attracted to somebody else and being 
having that much investment in that moment in somebody else as opposed to who you should be. Right. You're you're uh, consciously making a choice and not choosing her. So yes. that is where yeah. it kind of feels like you're being cheated on, which yeah. I kind of understand. But I do have a question because you said that, you know, with prolonged, you know, exposure to porn, you can have a skewed, uh, you know, way that you think about love or whatever. Did that ever happen to you? Do you ever, did you ever have a period where you were like, oh, I don't know if I'm in love with my girlfriend or I don't know if I want to do this. I'd rather just go out and have sex with a bunch of random people or something like that. Um, it's in a, in a sense, um, I didn't think that it can also kind of throw off your opinion of how they perform when you're having sex. Like unrealistic standards of sex. Yes. And it, and it makes you think that, that maybe they're not doing enough. Maybe they're not, maybe there's something out there that you can get that's better, I guess you can say. Mm. And, um, it can, in that way, kind of throw things off. But uh, with with it, you can also kind of think that um, there's a thing in porn where you think that the girl's always willing, and and it, and it can be in any situation, and it can kind of throw things off in that way as well. In yeah. terms of that's um, a dangerous idea it, when you think about it. It is a dangerous idea. Yes. Um. You, and and in some ways, if I mean, I'm not saying I've ever been in this situation, but it could be it could pertain to other people that maybe she doesn't she's not in the mood, but in the in 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 porn in porn's context, she's always willing. Mm-hmm. So and, and and in that way, it could be dangerous. I never even thought about it like that, honestly. No, that makes a lot of sense, especially when you think of kids nowadays in technology they're able to access porn at the drop of a hat at least when we when we were younger it was much harder to do computers were still like you know and even so when you get on a computer it was like pop-ups like crazy so you're like oh, i can't fucking do this <laughs> get but, a virus yeah. every other day but yeah. if you get a kid in there and he's like you know watching porn he doesn't necessarily understand what he's watching and you know that's where you know what you just said where she's always willing and she's always down and right. this is how they do especially things. at an age if they're consuming porn before they have any real sexual interaction right you know with and, a partner and and it can be a really dangerous thing to put that in a really young kid's mind mm-hmm. that that's how that actually is right when it's really really not yeah no so, I, th- I have a theory that uh, i think that most people watch well I'm not going to say most people, but I have a theory that some people watch porn and they watch some some things that they would never do in real life. Like, it's kind of just like a fantasy thing. Yeah, you're just living out a fantasy for right, that moment and putting yourself in that situation, essentially. Right, and then pretending like you you would do that, but you're just not that... Mm. I don't know why, but I always feel like people are always watching the opposite of mm. what they actually do. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. I, I guess yeah. doing that for a, a, a prolonged period of time. My biggest thing with it is like, so like I said before, I think I watch like a normal amount of porn, but it, whatever that may, I don't even know what the standards are, normal honestly. for you, I guess. If you <laughs> yeah, feel like exactly. it's normal, it's normal. If, yeah. Um, but uh, my my biggest thing is like, it's not the porn. To me, it's it's the masturbation thing where it's like, all right, I'm getting something from this. The porn is just kind of like, 
you know, the HOV lane to this. And it's just like, you know, it's like a quicker way of blah, blah, blah. And they kind of just have been going hand in hand. And it's routine at this point. You know what I mean? But yeah, uh, my biggest thing is like, I don't like, there will be times where I'm like, I want to right now, but I won't. And I will like not do it because I'm like, I don't want to, you know, it goes back to what you were saying about the rewards thing. Like you don't always want to just, just because you can, doesn't mean you should kind of thing. And yeah, you know, exactly. like I said before, after people fucking, after people uh, come, like they're watching porn, they're like, uh, they, they don't even like enjoy it anymore. Like, ah, uh, they shut it off. They run away. Right. You know what I mean? They throw the computer under the couch or some shit. Uh, but you know, my biggest thing is like, you know, with erectile dysfunction and people who, if they are, have these prolonged exposure to porn and they have a certain way that they feel about sex and love and all that stuff, and then you can't find that with this person that you're in a relationship with because of that. You're living in this fantasy world, and now you can't you know, get erections or you can't look at this person in a certain way. Well, you way. said routine, too, which is right. true. If you, if you do just get used to this sexual routine or whatever it is for you, and then you know the person that you meet or end up with can't satisfy you in that specific way or match that routine yeah i guess there definitely is that fear yeah so it's kind of like dude that's scary like you never yeah. want to because that's just like i don't know it's like a lonely feeling you mm-hmm. know so that's like and i think that goes sorry it's all good you go. um and i think that goes back to the unfair expectation that porn kind of sets for not only your expectations but your expectations of your partner and i think that's when uh Porn kind of, it, it's almost, I, I feel like it's got you in a sense where you, you're at that stage where now you're setting those expectations, unfair expectations on your partner. And she can't, he or she can't really fulfill that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They just want these like, so, it, it's just outrageous. Cause like, you know what it is? It's, we know it's fake and we know it's like, we know all of it. Like no one's tricked by porn. Like mm. they're terrible actors. This guy's not a plumber. She's not, you know, she's like, she's doing a job right now. Like, it's not like she like chose this dude. It's like, and we it, know that going it still in. Tricks and your yet brain, we, though. I think we just like choose to ignore it though. Mm. Like, let's just shut out all these things just so I can get this real quick. And then afterwards I'll hate it. And we just keep doing that. And that's just like bad. That's like unhealthy behavior. Mm-hmm. And in a sense, it's that's it's it's selfish behavior because you know that that's that that's the case. But there's something that they have that you want and that you're going to use. But if you look a little deeper into it, there a lot of those girls are not there willingly. I, and, and I know you said something about uh, that they're they didn't choose the the female or male actor that they're with or the set that they're on. But this goes back to like, like sex trafficking and stuff like that. Like a lot of these girls are taken, taken from their families and thrown into these situations where they just can't win. Mm. Right. And with the porn thing, it's like, you know, like I said, if you're choosing to ignore a bunch of bad things, bad situations, because you want to get something out of this first, it's like, just backing up and thinking about that, like apply that to any situation. Like that's obviously not healthy behavior. That's not good behavior, but for whatever reason, porn gets like a pass and we're just kind of like, 
you know, whatever. And it's and it's gotten to a point where it's kind of acceptable behavior. Oh yeah, for I sure. remember I remember being back in high school and people are like it, it, it's almost like an abdo- uh it's almost abnormal for someone not for a guy 17, 18 years old not to watch porn. Right. And people are and people are being exposed to it younger and younger and younger. And and it goes back to what you said that that that's putting in people's brains that this stuff is actually normal behavior. Yeah, and it's also just kind of it's desensitizing is what it is because when when you're watching even if cuz like I know some porn stars and I know they love what they do. I know that, you know, and and some of them get to choose which guy they want, but this is like an uh, they're an anomaly. You know what I mean? For the most part most people in porn don't have that luxury. They're told where to go, who you're working with today. Mm. Here you go. Here you mean them. Okay, let's do this. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that. And sometimes they have no choice but to do it because they need the money. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, knowing all of that and still just going through the motions and being like, yeah, I'm still going to do this. It's, 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 it's just, it's not good. <laughs> it's just kind of damaging. And that's, and that is the sad part that some, some of those actresses and actors get paid very, very well for what they do. And they get put up in nice houses and they get put up in, and, and some of them that I mentioned before are, are not. And that's, and it's both sides to the coin where it's kind of, it's kind of, uh, exchanging dirty hands where you're, in this really nice house, just being put in front of a screen, yeah, to to shoot porn, right? And the whole idea, so. the whole idea of porn too, also is kind of desensitizing in itself because when you're growing up, if you have good parents, they teach you that sex is something you share with someone you're in love with, and it's like this very emotional and spiritual connection. Blah blah blah. I'm waiting till marriage. There she goes. Uh, so it's like this very emotional, spiritual connection but then when you figure out what porn is and you see people enjoying it and you're kind of like oh no this could also be something that people do for work and it's also something that is considered cool and it's like very territorial territorial when it comes to guys like they want to have sex with certain girls just to feel like you know it's like a trophy for them you know what i mean like oh i got to fuck that girl or whatever you know Mm -hmm. so when you learn all this like that is all desensitizing to this original, you know, definition of sex that we're told at a young age that after a while, and then you pile on on top watching a bunch of porn and keeping it stuck in your mind like, oh, this is what it is. Because more people, you watch more porn than you have sex. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. That's just like a fact. Yeah. So it's like you're, there's more of that and less of the real thing, mm. which now that I think about it, that sentence alone is kind of like, <laughs> that should tell you all you know. You're watching more porn than you are having sex. So it's kind of like, you know. Yeah, and, and like you said, uh, sex was is in its nature meant to be something to bring you closer to your partner. And porn, I have found, kind of strips all that, all the, all the, all the good of it away and just kind of brings in the, the selfish nature of it. The, the almost the animalistic nature of it. Yeah. There's no emotional it, connection it, in, in porn. That's, there's nothing emotional matter. about it. And absolutely there's nothing, there's, 
you're not gaining anything. You're not learning anything from your partner. Mm. You're not growing closer. You're doing this. So after you, after you get done with your set or whatever, you can get, you can get your paycheck. Yeah. Uh, Joe mentioned before, uh, which was interesting, just the desensitizing nature of porn in your experience, you know, going through this, uh, did you find that to be the case where you kind of had to change the type of porn that you were watching or one certain type just really wasn't doing it for you and you were just sort of desensitized and had to keep going, you know, more extreme? Uh, or is that sort of a, a myth? Um, I, it's, it's absolutely true. Um, when I first, obviously, I think, I think we all know, like the first time we go on a porn site, it's just like, your eyes are wide open. It's like a deer in a headlight kind of thing. Mm. And now, and now as I'm, I'm 21 now and it's, it's like, okay, whatever it's, it is what it is. It is what it was a couple of days ago and it's nothing really new. So, and to go back to your point of having to kind of step it, kind of step it up a little more. Um, I haven't, I mean, I haven't gone into the, like the, like the BDSM stuff or anything like that. But, um, it, 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 that is true that you kind of have to, there's like also, there's like a need that needs to be met, I guess. And it kind of grows with how, how long you you're in this. So it, it is kind of, kind of like a tolerance when you drink, like, you know what I mean? Right. So yeah, it, it's, it, it just, it just proceeds itself. Uh, I want to go back to your girlfriend, uh, just because it seems like this is sort of the area of your life where, you know, the porn addiction has, you know, affected the most. Uh, you, you mentioned she kind of uncovered it. You know, how did that happen? Did you, in a sense, get caught? And what's the conversation that you have in that position? How do you, you know, how do you explain to her that it's, you know, an, an impulse that you have or something that you're having a, a hard time walking away from? I mean, I wasn't caught in the act. I wasn't caught, you know, with the keyboard in front of me and all that. Um, she, she wanted my, she wanted my passwords. She wanted to make sure that I wasn't getting back, getting back to that effectively. And I guess I didn't, do the best job of kind of covering my tracks, you know, kind of, you know, clearing. It's always the browser and all that good. Yep. 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 <laughs> and, um, and that, that's, that's kind of what started it. And then it just kind of, it just kind of followed that kind of mode. Hmm. So at that point, yeah. do you almost feel like you're sort of living a, a double life where you know that she has trust issues because of it and you have to hide it from her in a sense. Yeah. In a sense, because it, it's, you know, this isn't what you should be doing. You know, you, you, you almost kind of step back from yourself and you, you say, you know what? She would not, she would be really disappointed in you if you, if she figured out the extent that you're going, um, and, and yeah, it, it does, it almost does kind of feel like I'm kind of a different person when I'm in that situation because I, I'll go to lengths that I didn't 
think I would ever go. I would go to, and I would, and, and I would tell lies that I didn't think I would ever tell to her. Mm. And, and yeah, it just, it just feels like I'm not, I'm not all that I should be. Mm. Are there places people can get help for this? Cause I'm completely unaware. Like, is there a porn addiction hotline or I don't know. How does this work? I have never, I've never used a hotline per se, but I have, um, I have used uh, certain sites. I have a, um, it's called fortify.com. If any of the listeners want to use it, I got a free, um, you send in an inquiry, you tell them your situation, you tell them kind of the severity and I got it for free. And it's a ser- it's a it's kind of a series of videos that kind of gives you the tools to deal with this, to kind of when when an urge that I call it comes along, you know how to deal with it and you know how to kind of move forward with it. So that's what I've kind of stuck to, and um, my girlfriend has really encouraged me to if, if if that is what I'm thinking about and if that is what I'm dealing with to talk to her about it and to just kind of talk it out. Hmm. But that's what I've, that's what I have used. Um, I, I know there are hotlines out there. I just haven't found myself using it. What's the website again? Fortify. You said fortify.com. Yes. Okay. Just so people have it. Um, so you've, do you think you right now you're kind of, you're at a healthy place. You're not watching as much. You're kind of, uh, scaling it down, right? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I've got, I think I've gotten to a point in my life where I know what I need and I know what I want. And I know that, that, that point in my life needs to be over, I guess you can say. And, uh, I've definitely scaled it back. It's not really something that, because it is, it's one of the things that's really led to my, some anxiety issues, some social anxiety issues that I've encountered, some, um, even some depression. So just completely taking it off would kind of, I mean, not to kind of compare it to cigarettes or something like that, but to not completely take it away to just kind of, to just kind of get up because being on it as long as I have. It, it, in my opinion, just needs scaled back. So you do think that it, that you can kind of coexist with it in a in a healthy way, and not just go uh, cold turkey. I mean, with the experience that I've had with it, I kind of know myself to a point. I kind of know my situation, so I kind of know how to, I guess, uh, personalize it in a sense. Mm-hmm. And some of the guidance I've had from from different people that have kind of gone on the same path as I have, um, I've been able to kind of, kind of steer my way in the best direction possible with how to just kind of get away from it. Um, I know that might not work for some people. I know that it might be different for others. It's not the same for everybody, but that's how I found that works best for me. Nice. Uh, I did have one question. I've never seen the movie, but isn't there that, Don John movie, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt one. Yes. So is mm-hmm. and that is about porn addiction, I believe. Yes, it is. 
Uh, yeah, it, I've I've never seen it, but is it is it accurate? Do you, would you say? Yes, um, it is accurate. It, I mean, if you, I don't know if you're interested in seeing the movie. It's a very good movie. Um, it, it it does portray a, a man in a situation where he has a choice between his his girlfriend that he really cares for and his porn addiction and kind of how he steers it and how it and how it affects him in this particular situation. But it is very it, it's it's accurate in in some ways and in other ways it's kind of exaggerated. Of course it would be Naturally. because it's a movie. Mm. But um in, in some ways it is very accurate. Cool. No, I'm I'm definitely interested in checking it out after this conversation. I didn't even know that. I, I remember that movie title, but I was like, yeah, I never knew what it was about. That but. was his like dream movie to make or something. He really? was like, really wanted to put out this porn addiction movie. So. Interesting. Because when I first heard of it, I thought it was just some douchebag picking up girls. And that's what I, I mean, thought from the trailer. Yeah, but apparently it's yeah, the, it's pretty good. The title Don John, and if you just see kind of like. Again, like the trailer, you're just like, okay, he's just some idiot picking up girls and whatever. Right. But it is, it is a very, again, in some, in some ways it's exaggerated, but it's true to life. Cool. Definitely cool. check it out. All right. Well, mm-hmm. uh, we really appreciate you coming on and, and talking uh, about this with us. We, you know, it's been very insightful. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. No problem, man. Uh, but yeah, good luck. Hope you keep it up, scale it down <laughs> and, yeah, uh, definitely. yeah, have a good night. Yeah, you too. Thanks guys. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. See ya. This might be inappropriate. What? But you shouldn't have said keep it up. All right. You fucking idiot. Porn. You want to know my honest opinion right now? No. All right. No, seriously. Yeah. I, I, I. I don't know if that guy was addicted to porn. He sounded more just guilty. Not guilty. Uh, he felt guilty. He had a guilty conscience about it. You know what I mean? I, I mean, maybe we just didn't get enough from him. But well, asking about... I mean, I guess there's there's different... There's different levels of it. That's no, the let thing. me not say that. Yeah. I'm not going to say that he's not addicted to it. I mean, if he if he feels he is, there's a certain reason why he feels that. And I don't really know the guy. We talked to him for a half hour. That's all I know. But what I will say is that when we asked him about how much he was watching porn, it it didn't sound like it was how you would think, where it's kind of like, you know, I'm at work. I got to go to the bathroom or I got to get out of here. He was saying like, you know, I'm in school hoping that the thing would end so I could get home and jerk off, which I don't think is a crazy abnormal feeling. You know what I mean? I feel like everyone's been sitting there in class like, Whew. for whatever reason, I have a random boner right now. But uh, I don't know. It just, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, the conversation, I, the conversation was very good. No, and, I, and, and I, this dude definitely has some insight about it. And but I do feel like he may, he just seems very like he has a guilty conscience about it. Like he feels bad. Yeah, but I get what you're saying too because that's how I went into it, thinking it would, you know, this guy's life would have almost had to hit rock bottom because of porn for it to be an addiction. Well, but, technically, you know, he would. I'm sure someone could argue that once it starts affecting your relationship and that the thought is in your head like. Do I want to have sex with my girlfriend or do I want to just jerk off? 
Well, that's the thing. Like, I would, I would never have that thought. That would never be a debate in my own mind. And I'm looking at, uh, you know, I think just like the psychology behind it, some of the signs, the symptoms. Uh, you know, it's something that I'm sure is harder to diagnose if you even can really diagnose it. But yeah, you know, it's it's things he said. It's experiencing, you know, cravings uh, more than usual. Uh, being unable to stop or unsuccessful attempts to stop, becoming angrier, irritable uh, when you do stop, keeping it from your loved ones, not being able to talk about it openly, having it affect your relationships, continuing to view it despite negative consequences, uh, losing track of time due to it. You know, he mentioned calling out of his job and things like that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if it has to, you know, it's just not being able to resist the urge when the urge hits. I don't know if it's so much about frequency. You know, I don't know if it's so much about every single day this guy's, you know, just going at it like right, it's more, five times a day. Okay, I understand what you're saying. So it's kind of more just like a, you're out of control. When, it's, when the mood strikes, you can't help it. You have to do this. It's not necessarily. Like it you seems said. like it, yeah. Or just you know, he he also mentioned quality over the, quantity. Is the anxiety, <laughs> right? <laughs> the but the anxiety that came with it, and he mentioned just having that, you know, that anxiety and that stress. I you know, I just think the average person probably doesn't go about their day letting porn really creep into their mind right. that much, letting that really even just be something on the table. You know, I think it's something that happens when it happens or if you're in the comfort of your own home. But I think for him, it's just kind of that mental stress, the battles. Uh, he obviously, his girlfriend did find out. He kept doing it and tried to keep it from her and, you know, basically did get caught. And it's just, he said, just having that feeling of almost like a, a double life. He knows it's something that in his specific case is hurting the person he loves or likes. I don't right. know if he loves her, I'm sure. Uh, he said three and a half years. We'll say love. Uh, you know, and, and he knew that and it wasn't something he was necessarily able to stop. Right. I think it's just so much harder because it doesn't have that, you know, it's not this like visual effect. It doesn't, you know, it's, it's just so mental. It's not like you do a drug or drink too much alcohol and you're just spiraling out of control and you can't drive a car and do that. It's, it's just such an internal struggle. I think it's just hard to say, you know, if, if you would call it an addiction or not. Yeah, I'm going to take back what I said. <laughs> because I mean, it it does it makes sense in the in the way that you're explaining it where it's not necessarily the frequency, which I, I that could be a level of it where someone's like I'm sure it needs I'm to sure. consume yeah. it all the time in public places. In, I mean, I'm sure yeah. it could go in all sorts of different directions. Maybe that's the most radical version of this addiction, but in this case, it just kind of seems like this dude you know, it's just, like you said, it's like he can't control it. He's out of control. It's not like he could be like, I need to walk away from this. He can't walk away from it. Mm. I have to do this. You know what I mean? For me personally, like when you put it like that, like I go out through my day and I don't think about porn ever. Exactly. Until I'm like, until it's an appropriate time right. to I'm think like about it because it's fully possible. torqued. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to throw porn on. Even like I'm trying to think of it right now when I'm like super like horny in the mood. Am I thinking about like porn? Like logging on to like Pornhub and like seeing what, what's new. Like, yeah, I don't no, know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm thinking about porn or if right. I'm just thinking about like, 
I just want to fucking come right now. Yeah. Or if, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you've never thought like, you know what? It's not like yo, porn, I'm gonna go look up fucking yeah. this person or, or whatever. Porn could possibly give me the same satisfaction my girlfriend is giving me. Maybe I don't need to be with her. Maybe my girlfriend who's sitting two feet away and wants to have sex with me. Maybe I'll figure out an excuse not to, so that I can go in the other room and watch porn. You know, it's yeah, pretty like extreme when you that, think that. That yes, it is. It is that like I, that is. I've never come close to that. But again, it's it's like it's it's almost hard to imagine or not hard to take seriously but like i said in the beginning it's something everyone does or we'll say everyone you know with with quotes but majority let's say majority of people do so it's just hard to imagine what that internal struggle is like it's easy to say you know that's a crack addict that's like wow like that that's an issue they're addicted because you've never done that you've never had the feeling from it but porn is something you partake in it's something everyone you know partakes in right but for this guy it's just i'm sure there's a fine line for a lot of people between you know what could possibly be an addiction or not and i think it's all about just like routine you know like when people get into a rhythm it's just like this is when i do this or this is it's you know it's like showering like i know some people that shower three times a day Mm. or you know i personally for the most part i would say I shower, not for the most part, but there, actually for the most part, I say I shower once, once a day I'll shower, like I'll shower at night before I get in bed and then I won't shower in the morning because I'm like, I just showered, you know what I mean? But if I'm playing basketball or something, like obviously, like I'm trying to justify right now, I'm taking one shower a day, <laughs> like if I'm sweating, like then I'll take a shower. But for the most part, like in the winter, like I see no reason to take two showers. But like, this is what I'm saying, like people just get in a rhythm. Like there are people who take three showers a day because growing up, they just thought like, Oh, I'm supposed to take a shower. Like mm-hmm. every time I sweat, or every time I think I smell, or I like you know whatever. Or some people brush their teeth at every time after they mm-hmm. eat. Like I don't do that either. Or you know washing your hand. Like these things. It's just you know whatever. Like but if you're younger and you don't necessarily have. Uh, and and by the way, I'm not saying this is how it happens. I'm I'm just painting a picture, a random picture here. If you don't necessarily have like the greatest social life, you don't have a lot of friends. You spend a lot of time by yourself in your room, and you're just kind of there. And, you know, you get um, um, the mood strikes real quick. You have the opportunity to capitalize on it, log on, watch some porn, mm-hmm. whatever. So now it's like that becomes routine that every time you get into that mood, like throughout your life, you can just hop on and do whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like setting those those bad habits. You know what I mean? Because yeah. obviously the mood strikes randomly throughout your days, but it's like, yo, I'm at work or yo, yeah. I'm like outside. I'm not fucking beating it on this park yeah. bench right now but if, even though some people in fucking new well, york city do that yeah definitely seen that <laughs> uh but yeah if your friends were like you know we're playing basketball at uh 4 p.m today i'll meet you at the park yeah like you wouldn't porn or jerking off wouldn't even cross your mind because like you're playing basketball at four o'clock and right. you know that that's your plan but i think in his case you know it's that debate starts it's like oh i'm supposed to play at four but you know my girlfriend's not gonna be home at that time and like this is a chance and i right really need to do it's that's that's the feeling that i think kind of uh brings it to a right. bit more of an extreme and possibly i guess what would be considered addiction territory right and you know i think we're, i gotta say i think we're gonna see more of this as time goes on because like i said for 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 People who are our age, we grew up in a time where we had technology and we didn't have technology, right? Right. So when we were growing up, we didn't have technology. And if you spent time on a computer, everyone thought you were, oh, you're fucking nerd, like yeah, all this yeah. shit, right? 
So you, you, it's two extremes where when we were younger, we never touched it. And we're like, we don't want to touch it. We just want to go outside and, you know, play basketball or mm-hmm. do whatever you do. Uh, and then now kids at a way younger age are getting iPhones where you have access to literally everything in the world. Like you can watch two girls, one cup, like at fucking seven. Like if you give a kid a phone, yeah. so it's like, you, there's no, and by the filtering. time you're nine, that doesn't even excite you anymore. You've moved on to like, yeah, just fuck it. What's after that? I don't even know. That doesn't excite anybody. Uh, yeah. Well, it does, but very small amount. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just, just giving kids the option to capitalize on all their emotions and hormones while it's, it's not even developed fully i feel like that you're just like setting them up for failure in a way you know and this kid's 21 years old so i think i believe four years will do it where you grow up in a technology boom because i I don't really know what the year was for us i want to say it was like when i was in like eighth grade so maybe that was at 2008 like the first iphone come out oh for i mean i'm talking about like blackberries and shit Mm. blackberries sidekicks like those were when it started it wasn't it wasn't still not that bad but i think when i was in eighth grade going into freshman year not even man my freshman year i did not have a twitter i did not have an instagram or any of that aim so it was it was probably more 2011 i would say but yeah it's just you know now kids are just growing up in that world where it's like you have all of this. And if you go on Instagram, you go on the discover page, it's all girls with their ass out, you know, dudes with their shirts off. So it's like these younger kids, they're just like always seeing sex and sex sells. And porn can be so many things on the internet as well. And yeah, even social media. If you have the option to look, if you have the option to look, you will look, you know what I mean? Like I said, when I was younger, when I was like 10 years old, we had that magazine, we would walk up the block just to look at it real quick and blah, 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 blah. But imagine, and that's pictures of tits. Imagine you had the option to watch someone fuck somebody. Yeah. And like there were categories and you could be specific with what you wanted to see. You know what I mean? To the point where you could see so like. specific. Yeah. Like Too specific. Just anything. Mm-hmm. Like a person that looks like you fucking a person that you want. Like the ethnicity that you want to see. Like you could get anything you want at your fingertips. I feel like that's a lot of power. Too much power for a kid. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Uh, and a lot of people get addicted to that. And it's just, it's, you know, especially with, I mean, this is a whole other conversation, but, you know, especially with all the social media and all and text messaging, that was another thing that wasn't a thing when we were younger, like all this stuff. It's like people are barely talking. Mm-hmm. And now you pile that on top with the fact that they are probably watching porn at a way higher rate than we are, than we were. I mean, it's I'm just sure like, it just has to be the case. Right, naturally. So it's like you pile that on top of not really talking to anyone using Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, texting, and you're barely having t- yeah, conversations. Yeah, I feel like people are alone more too because yeah. you almost forget you're alone because you do have social media. Yes. And there's just porn is just going to become so much more a part of just yeah it's it's at your fingertips it's on your phone it's not good alone if you can get away you get away and then they have the no fap movement yeah which is a thing which i did uh i did it on the pot on my podcast the basement yard we me and my friend ahmed did it because i asked him if he do you think you're addicted to porn and he's like no i don't think so i'm like how often do you watch it and he like i mean yo he's this kid 
He watches porn every day. Every day? Every day, jerks off every day. And I'm like, dude, this is like... Give him that website. Like, can Fortify. You know? Well, yeah. But by the way, the website is joinfortify.com, just so everyone knows. I looked it up. Um, but yeah, I did the no fap thing. They say that it has all these, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Has all these benefits mm-hmm. uh, to not doing it. Uh, you're allowed to have sex, but the challenge was for 30 days... No porn, no masturbation. Did it help you? Do you think? Um, it helped me in the sense that I knew I was accomplishing something, and that I mm. it, it, like. It helped me in knowing that I'm not addicted, basically. Right. <laughs> like knowing, like I don't. This is not something I necessarily need. It's just, you know, it's 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 the same thing as anything else. It's you know, I, I'll compare it to it's dieting because like that's currently what I'm doing. Yeah. Right. So it's currently what I'm doing is dieting. It's like, it's easy to just eat ice cream. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it tastes good and it's great. It's like, you know, cool. But it's not good for you. And you know it's not good for you. And while you're eating it, you're like, this isn't good, but it tastes great. You know what I mean? It's it's the same thing like that. Mm. So it's knowing that you could live without it. Yeah. And be consistent and keep up. And just being a positive routine. Yeah, exactly. I don't know about, you know, any crazy benefits. Like they say, oh, you're sharper and you're like, Mm. I didn't feel any of that shit. I just, the only thing I got from it was kind of like, you know, like I didn't feel any differences physically. I just knew in my head, like, oh, I just don't need this. Like I, like, don't get me wrong. It's tough. Like sometimes you, cause it's, it's all about routine. You're just, like I said, I don't know if it's the porn or it's the masturbation because when I'm jerking it, porn is hand in hand with that. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not like closing my eyes and thinking of, you know what I mean? Like I don't, yeah. do, I don't do that. Some people have their own fucking things, but I think it's just routine. So it's like whenever you get into that mood, which you will get into that mood, you will get horny and you will get in the mood. It's just like, especially if it's like, Oh, it's that time of day again, or it's right. It's just like the same way you got home get tired work. or your biological clock wakes you up in the morning. Yeah. yeah. You're like got home from work. Now it's time. Mm-hmm. And it's just like getting out of the routine and knowing that you could that you don't necessarily need this uh thing but you know it, it's it's tough and easy at the same time mm. so i did 30 i did 30 days uh it might have been longer than that but i like i just remember being like oh i did it you know yeah. what i mean my friend clocked out after <laughs> i want to say four like two weeks oh, i thought you were gonna say he, four days no 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 he like i think it was two weeks and he just he quit uh but eh, at least he was honest but imagine this guy trying to do that with no porn yeah i mean it's it's tough it's tough but like i said it's just it's just a routine like if you're used to you know doing anything a certain way and now all of a sudden someone throws a wrench in it, it's like you can't do that at all yeah and it's like oh fuck well damn the other thing not that i learned because i guess we kind of know it in the back of our heads but yeah porn's just kind of like disgusting and <laughs> dangerous and degrading to women and just some people like that and hasn't some people changed. like the fact that it's degrading oh no of course because it's kind of like this is a show yeah. you know what i mean so it's like i can like i won't no, that's, that's what i was going back to hasn't really changed there hasn't been like a woman's movement in porn necessarily or i'm sure there have been some but you know when you your general idea of porn is like the guy said okay guy walks into a room woman's just ready to go of course let me please this guy and that's just it's a dangerous way of thinking. Yeah. And that's the other thing with the generation who does have porn more accessible is like porn like that. 
before they even do anything with someone else before they even have a sexual experience right for for us who know we have that to that's figure it out on our yeah right for us who know that it's that's not how it goes it's like whatever but for people who don't necessarily know for sure how yeah, it goes it's backwards like we had to experience that first like so many of us and then see porn and then like, know, well, like well, what is this yeah you know they're like mean? come to understand that like okay this isn't what that is but exactly but if you're from a young age you have a phone you for don't, years they you could don't talk to girls watching this. yeah it's like you're kind of like oh, like the cooties whole era or whatever it's scary i don't even this cooties probably doesn't even exist anymore they're probably finger they, fucking yeah there's <laughs> go right for it it's extinct cooties no. is extinct it's not good that's terrifying yeah that's why I'm, you know, I'm I'm team no phone for my kids. Yeah. My friends no think porn. I'm insane. Like, I don't want anything to no do phone. with it. No phone? No shot. No phone, no TV. Why the fuck you need a phone? I'll get you a beeper, dick. <laughs> you in trouble? Call me. That's what you need it for. Flip phone. Fuck that. Bring him back. No. Nothing. Just nothing. Nothing. Wow. Dude, I didn't have a phone until eighth grade, and then didn't get my own laptop until I went to college. <laughs> Is it true that you only went to college for like a week to get the laptop and that's why you dropped out after? <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> I did a semester. Nice. I enrolled in classes and then never went to those. <laughs> so my GPA was probably all fucked up now. But we'll see. Um, but anyway, yeah, that is our porn episode. That porn. was fun. Porn. That was fun. I like talking about this. Good. There's just so much. Now, now I kind of want to go back to the nofap and never and and not go back. You know, I'm down. You're down. You want to see who who breaks first? <laughs> I don't know. You've done this already. We need a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll do nofap and you like be vegan for a month or something, and we'll see. Who oh breaks no, first. Yeah, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I, although that would be like a great thing for me, but I just I can't. You know what? I could if. Here's the thing. I could be vegan. I mean, we're getting completely off topic here, but I could go vegan if I, if someone just made me all the meals. Making food and food shopping and doing all that, it's That's just so, part. yeah, it's the hardest part. But I could just eat, I could eat the same thing every single day for every meal. I yeah. don't care about eating. I'm not like crazy about it. Uh, but if they just had meals like set out that I could just have, I'll, yeah. I could do it. Also, completely different topic. I don't know where any of this is going, but they also make health food so unattainable for so many people. You know how expensive it is to like yeah. walk into a Whole Foods or just get healthy meals and not just turn towards like fast food and America. America. Porn. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx, knock on wood. Wow. Okay, that's enough. Uh, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Joe Sanigato. Also, if you have a story or something that you want to share that you think will fit uh, for the show, email us. Go to OPLshow.com slash contact. Send us an email. If it works, we will hit you up, schedule something out, and uh, record it. And Greg? You can find me at Greg Dybeck. Follow the show on Twitter at OPL Show. Leave a rating and review on iTunes. Sweet. That is all. And that is all. Thanks for listening.